Somebody save me from this show. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Ugh, I do not know. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Talking at the Talon. I'm Bess. I'm Alex. And this episode was called Insurgents? Yes. Is that it? Yes, it is. Yeah, episode 12 and of season 2. I think we're both pretty tired. Yeah. And I've written like 16 and a half words in my notes and done a lot of scribbles. Wow, you certainly... What even is that? I There's scribbles. I... Not things. Yeah, Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, she normally takes pretty good notes. This is, a. Uh, this might get interesting, guys. And by interesting, I mean, uh... But actually, I think this episode was, like, very good. No, it really was, actually. Like, it was... There was a lot of stuff that made me go, like, oh, but, like, in a good way? Right. Which like, is not normally it, Characters kind of being frustrating, but in ways that made sense and were in character. Right. There is one bad special effects thing, but... I mean, that's kind of to yeah, be expected. Right, no, I mean, like, there's one... It's not just a bad special effects no, thing. No, like, there are bad like choices made. I have a lot of questions about that yes. particular bit, but that's at the end, so we'll get to that in a little bit. So, so this episode was about... Well, first of all, we opened yes. on, like, an incredibly, like, evil-looking, like, steepled fingers yeah. shot of shot, Lex. Shot of Lex's hand from under his last desk. Right. his steepled fingers. Right. Um, and this was a scene where he was talking to, uh, Carson Beckett from SGA. Yes. Uh, yes. Without the fake Scottish accent. Right. Uh, uh, good ups to Alex for recognizing him without the fake Scottish accent, because I didn't. Um, well, basically, like, every single person in this episode was, like, gave a huge, like, I've seen this person somewhere before. Yeah. And, like, some of them I probably had. Like, a lot a lot of them were, like, they've been in one episode of 50 right. TV shows. Right. But, right. yeah. But, yeah, so this guy was, I don't know, somebody who worked for Lex, who was telling him about, like, how Luther Corp outbid them. Right. On a, right. something. And, and Lex was basically threatening him and being like, you know, well, they... They found out about it, this deal somehow, and... Well, I mean, like, actually, the guy was specifically, like, saying, like, you, so there has to be some kind of leak. Right. Um, but right. then, yeah, like, Lex was like, my dad wouldn't just fire you, he would prevent you from ever having a job again or something. Right. And then he's well, like, Lex was saying, like, he was like, well, yeah. there has to, if there has right. to be a leak, I certainly, the only two people who knew about this were you and I, and I didn't, you yeah. know. Right. But yeah, yeah, so he was kind of vaguely threatening and then, like, walked it back right at the end. Right. Um, and right. was like, but whatever, I'm not going to do that stuff. Right. Um, but then after that, he, well, in he, anger, like... Yes, threw his entire computer across the room. Well, yeah, the, he basically did a, like, angry, like, sweep the desk. Right. And all of his stuff got thrown against the wall, and in the process of doing that, conveniently, he saw, he found, oh, look, it's a bug. Right. So then we cut to a scene where he has put on, like, loud music yeah. and is just no, tearing everything apart. Ridiculous. Um, ridiculous. And so Clark comes in. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Clark is, like... It, it is actually kind of weird to me that Clark tells him to, like, calm down. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, obviously, like, his, like, I'm just ripping shit up is not, like, the best way to find drugs. Right. right. But... Right. Well, and, and Clark actually manages to, like... Be pretty no, because Clark in this like scene? looks around with X-ray vision or whatever for bugs and sees that there is one in 
the, in stereo. Right. And then he's like, they could be anywhere, like, and he suggests, like, two unrelated things. And Lex is right. like, I already looked in those places. And then he's like, what about the stereo? Right. So, like, right. it doesn't just, like, totally seem like he just immediate was, he, he didn't just go, there's a bug in your stereo. Right. Right. Which is, like, the level of sub- subtlety he frequently operates on. Right, right. So we were pretty impressed. And at which point they did, like, a ridiculous-looking shot from, like, the camera's, like, inside the stereo, and we see Lex, like, take a hammer to it, and then the screen goes the into screen goes to, yeah. noise. At which point, we'll our episode file, like, our video file started glitching, and at first yeah. I thought that was, like, I was like, oh, so I'm as it, as they it went into that the credits, it was, like, a little bit glitching, and we, like, it right. kind of took it, a, mid- a second to notice because it had just gone to that, like, video static stuff, right, so. Right, So yes, that was That was, funny. in fact, just a technical error right. on part. But yeah, so then, then the, like... The real plot of the episode starts. Right. Which is, so there's basically, like, two parts of this which are totally tied together. Right. Um, and, like, Martha, it's, it's supposed to be, it's It's, Jonathan and Martha's anniversary. Right. And, um, and they were were supposed to go on a picnic. Yeah, they were supposed to go on a picnic, Which, like, they specifically call back to last season's episode where they went away to Metropolis and Clark accidentally threw a huge party. Yep. But then Martha gets, like, called in to uh, Metropolis by Lionel, and yep. she, they, she and Jonathan have, like, this huge argument about it, where, like, Jonathan's, as usual, being a real asshole about it, but then yep. she actually, like, says all the stuff that we have been saying, yes. like, I am trying to earn money to support this family. Right, right. Um, and I was like, yay, go Martha! Which, and then, like, Clark is there and, like, starts throwing in, like, you shouldn't be working for Lionel because he did a bad thing to Lex. Right. And then Jonathan and is like, this is between your mother and me. Which, which is, like, if you don't want your kid... super true, but yeah. If, if you, you don't want your kid to get involved in your arguments, don't just have them right in front right. of him. Right. Like, the thing is, like, this wasn't actually any of Clark's business and, like, Yes, oh, he did a bad thing to Lex, but, like, that's not actually... Right, that's not really the most important, like... No, it's, it's not super what... Super relevant to this no, discussion. like, it's not what matters here, but, like, they probably shouldn't have been having that argument in front of Clark. Right. To begin with. Or, so. like, you know, if Jonathan had at that point calmly said, Clark, this is between me and your mother, yes. that would have been fine. Instead, he yelled it, of yep, course. because Jonathan. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Lex has decided to do counter, what's it, corporate espionage. Right. And has hired some people, uh... To basically, like, to break plant in bugs. and plant bugs yeah. in Lionel's office. Right. Um, so we see him talking on the phone to them with a voice changer yeah. on his yeah. phone. <laughs> um, which I always wonder, like, how you get, like, hooked up with these people. You know? Do you go to the, like crime phone book and look up corporate espionage? Like, I don't know. I assume that Lex just, like, knows people. Right, but, like, how? Like, that has to come from somewhere. Well, I don't know. He... I... I, don't I mean, know. like, there's real people in the world who do this. And right. I'm just like, how? I mean, like, now probably it's actually the dark web. I was, I was, but... I was, I was gonna say! <laughs> like, what I was actually gonna say was, like, how did people do it before the dark <laughs> right. dark net? Because, like, like, that's yeah. definitely how I would do it now, but I don't know about... Yeah, yeah. like, because this is a little early for the dark web. Like, there was a dark web, probably, but... but not with the kind yeah. of... Yeah. And, no. you know, they, they were gangsters and shit before any kind of web. And right. And it's like, how do you... 
how do you decide you want to hire a corporate espionage or like an assassin or whatever and then go find one connections like yeah here's the thing he knows all those like you remember that like security guard and stuff who he like hired to, or like the security guy or whatever who he hired and that you remember the 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 what's it the club oh like, sure. zero episode yeah. or whatever like you know like people like that who know a guy who know a guy I guess so. like but i don't know this seems particularly relevant to me like as a question for this episode because these people are like yes. a mess like no. they are okay. really bad so at actually this. you guys part of the reason this episode was so good and enjoyable was because it basically felt like like you were like, watching the third act of a heist movie, right? When when we focused on these dudes, you were watching the yeah. third act of a heist movie, and you had not seen no, the first right. two, and you had we, no idea what was happening. Right? It genuinely <laughs> felt like we were like we were watching the end of a movie that we like had not seen the setup for, but it was like kind of compelling because it was the exciting third act, and like even though we just been dropped into this, it was like right, and it's kind of like. Like they all the had like the crispness of it seemed like a little bit purposeful, right? It was um, it was kind of great, but so anyway, like at like, one point, all the all the the corporate. So what happens with the corporate espionage people? So like Lex hires them, and there's this one guy who's in charge who communicates right. with Lex. So and there's, there's, a, there's three a, others. There's an Asian guy who's in charge. There's like a black woman who, who is she's wearing, like a cat burglar. I mean, like. Basically, uh, we can presume that based on the way that she is dressed later. Well, I guess. and she's the one who like broke into the vault. And yeah, stuff. so she's like wearing like a ton of eye makeup. Yeah. Um. There's a guy with like frosted- a ludicrous amount yeah. for them going undercover as janitors. Right, because they're sneaking in like disguised as janitors. There's a guy with frosted tips. Yes. And then there's like a kind of big thug guy. Yeah. So, so like, so first of all, <laughs> maximum 2002. <laughs> right. Um. um or 2003, whatever it was here. Yeah. But. But so, like, why, uh, because Clark goes to Lex to, like, complain about his parents having a fight. Right. Oh, actually, like, okay, so that scene starts when Clark walks into the mansion and is like, Lex, what's the most romantic restaurant in Metropolis? (laughs) But he says it, like, really purposefully. Right. And so he wants to, like, set his mom and dad up and get them a reservation somewhere through Lex or whatever. Right. But then, like, Lex gets kind of freaked out because... He finds out that Martha's in the office because there was supposed to be nobody there because it's Sunday, which I I don't know. It seems like there would always be somebody there, you know, I and like mean, a company like that. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, well, I somebody, mean, people work weekends depending on what kind of job you have. Yeah. Just like if it, they want to. So it, like, you it can't. depends. It would probably be pretty empty. Yes. But I don't know. I don't feel like you can count on like. There's definitely a hundred percent going to be no one there, right? Hardly ever. But I mean, but Martha and Lionel specifically. No, that would like right, totally. But yeah, so like Lex gets kind of freaked out and like tries to arrange this thing, and then like goes to Jonathan with this idea, and Jonathan gets kind of mad at him and Clark, um, and then like Lex actually is like to Jonathan like you know what, I have just been trying to do nice things for you and you're a jerk to me all the time. Yeah. So, like, whatever. No, and he he says this whole speech and I'm like, all of that is factually true. No, like, absolutely. fuck off, Jonathan. And it's, it's kind of a shame that it has to happen in this episode where it comes back around to, like, right. but then Lex did a bad thing and, right. like, Jonathan gets to, like, right. kind of have the moral upper hand or whatever oh. because it's, like, for the most part, it has literally just been, like, 
Lex has been doing completely normal not with ul- ulterior right. motives, and now suddenly he kind of does have an ulterior motive. Right. It's, um, but whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's great. He says something about sanctimonious uh, platitudes. Uh, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's satisfying. But, so, like, then, then like, Lex has told, like, calls the crew of whatever they are, and told uh, them to, like, corporate, corporate like, espionage planting people, except- Corporate spies. Right, except that they seem to be do a lot of other stuff, too. And told them to cancel, but, like, the one, the, like, big dude is, like- takes over. Yeah, he he so from so the, the Asian dude who had been the leader. Right. And this is where we start getting the like like their crew is all like infighting and like right. like referencing no, other stuff that we don't know anything about. Right. Almost, so the, and, like, so like the big guy like ties up the the leader guy and and it is like if we're if we're if like we're gonna we, be we've here. broken here and we we want to get something out of and they're like starting to break into this like main vault in Lionel's office. Right. And then meanwhile this scene with with oh, the scene with Lionel and Martha is happening. Yeah. Which is uh, awful. <laughs> Where uh, Lionel is like Lionel is like giving promoting her and giving her a fancy watch with like an inscription on it uh, and just like being really uh, like super gross. Pushy. Super um, gross. Super gross. I don't like it. So yeah, so But then they are interrupted by Yeah. The, yeah, but then, the well, peoples. so, so, yeah, so Lex, Lex told them there was somebody in the building, which is why he yes. called it off. so they went to so they, them, So I they think. went looking yeah. for them, and so they find, so the criminals find Martha and Lionel and, like, take them hostage. And, like, meanwhile, they've all, like, the crew of criminals have, like, taken off their, like, disguise, disguise janitor things. Right, and, like, and now... The, the the big dude is wearing like a jean jacket, right? And, like the one lady is wearing like a midriff bearing black tank top yep. and a black leather jacket, yep. and just totally looks like I no, yeah. it's, it's I mean great. I guess they could have theoretically had those on under their janitor coveralls, but like right. but especially that one guy's like jean jacket. No, I know been, like, it would have been like bulky. really bulky. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so maybe they changed. They brought a change of um, <laughs> of clothes, crime clothes. Yeah. Crime clothes. Um. Yeah. So, so, so they take Martha and Lionel hostage. Right. Um, and then uh, Lionel uses a panic button and the police are alerted. Right. Which is when it becomes, like, a hostage crisis. Exactly. And at some point in here, then, the dude who had taken over the crime crew shoots the guy who had originally Yeah, he shoots run the it, leader. Who- and then- and then he pulls, like, two guns. Yeah. Like, both of the other people point a gun at him, and he pulls oh. two guns and points no. his guns at both of them. Right. And they're in, like, a three-way standoff. Right. it's amazing. No, and it's so... And he's like, what did he call him? Like, like... It was something started with C. I don't know. Chuck or Clint or... Yeah. I, they just, something. like... They don't, he was like... They don't, he was like, don't... Don't do this, man. Like, right? And they like have this like whole right. They're just thing. like like they, they they don't explain anything or really say anything specific, but, like, but they're clearly, clearly like acting like there's like some right. huge backstory. Clearly, that we don't there's know. some like team dynamics going right. on. Right. Like, and also like at the beginning, the one guy had said like, "How long have we been working together?" and stuff right. like that. So it really right. does feel like like we don't know what this story is, but like it no. feels like there is one. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I would absolutely watch the first two acts of this movie. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway. Now that it's, like, a hostage crisis and Jonathan knows that, Jonathan and Clark 
are both, like, going to Metropolis. Right. Um, and Jonathan has to, like, apologize to Lex and ask him to use the helicopter. Yep. Even though when Clark said, like, there's a faster way for you to get to Metropolis, I definitely initially thought he meant, like, I could, I could, could run just, us there. Yeah, right. Because that would be faster right. than anything else. Right. But okay. But um, apparently only Clark can run places. He can't take people with him yet. I mean, I guess. he might actually not be confident of being able to do that safely. Right. Because he shouldn't actually be able to do that safely. Right. <laughs> um, so, like, they so- all go there, and, like, Clark immediately tries to, like, sneak in through a grate, and then some cop lady is like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Stop it. Yeah. Um, catches him, which is reasonable. Yes. <laughs> and then Lex shows up, and, like talks to the cops a little bit, but then is also, like, calling the, the his crew with the voice changer and trying to, like, get them to, to stop. stop. But meanwhile, I don't know, they do a bunch of stuff to, like, break into the safe, in- including, like, this one guy uses, like, a, a, a like, like, torch of freezing like stuff. liquid nitrogen Right, type. yes. Which he just uses, like, without with gloves or anything. And, and like, the, like, like, steam stuff is, like, totally getting on his, all over his hand. Yeah, no. And it's like, that's, that would not work, dude. Ludicrous. Um, yeah, no. But eventually they break into the safe, which Lionel had told them had nothing of interest to them. Yep, um, and, and so they get the safe open, and sure enough, all it has in it are some paper files and a fuckload of kryptonite. Right, and like refined kryptonite bars, right. not raw kryptonite. Yeah. Right. And we don't know what the other files are, really, but there is a file on Clark. There is a file on Clark, and Martha sees this. Right, so at this point, like, Martha is pretty freaked out. And, like, honestly, it's, it's, we haven't gotten a lot of stuff pointing to, like, Lionel having this level of, right, like, knowledge about stuff up or interest. Right, right. So, yeah, so this is actually kind of a... Right, it is, like, a pretty big revelation. Like, he's had, like, a little bit of, like interest occasionally but oh and the other thing that's in the vault is the octagon key right the spaceship key so the dudes are like you know the crew isn't like not happy with this and yeah and lionel's like i told you there was nothing of interest to you in that save and they talk on the phone to lex who like lex and lionel get into like a bidding war over who is going to like get this stuff I mean, so, like, yeah. Lionel doesn't know it's Lex because he's using the voice changer. And right, and they're calling him Mr. Green. Right. Um, in a way that, like, doesn't really make that much sense to me at this point, but, like... Whatever. I don't know, sure. And Clark, meanwhile, is, like, has decided that the only way he can get in to, to like, save Martha is to jump from the Daily Planet building. Which is conveniently located next right. to... The um, Luther Core Tower. And so, but he's still, like, scared of heights. Also. Right. Which is really cute. Um, I that really is actually, like, like a they, really good character detail. That they do that. So he he does eventually. And this How does is, he get on top of the Daily Planet building? Well, he it looks like he just walks up the internal staircase because he comes out the door at the top. Yeah, but, like, would it be open? Probably not, but, you know, he could he could break through a door. I guess fine. that's true. Like, I there's not necessarily going to be a ton of security in there. Right. Okay, um, fine. So, yeah, he, uh, he, like, 
ramps himself up kind of and then jumps across and like this is where the like special effects it are, looked like, ludicrous not only bad. like they do and a... he makes it but like it right. does not like the all of the angles that they use like it looks like ludicrous well, and, and Tom Mullane is making stupid faces the, they, well it's because they do slow-mo like the slow-mo oh, makes it less believable bad. that he reaches and also like we slow-mo on like like somebody probably was like Tom Welling, do a face like you're trying really hard or no, something. No, it know, was so like, bad. It yeah. was ridiculous. And then like the, there's even there's a shot where like you see the night sky behind him. And it's it was like, like no, that's, that's not, not what a night sky what? looks like. No, like the moon was super big and like really detailed, and there were like more no. stars than you can see yeah. in the sky, especially in the city. Right? Um, no, no. It anyway, was no bad. But yeah, so he makes so he, it and crashes through a window. Right. Um, which, like, doesn't seem that helpful because it, like, he was trying to do something that would not, like, set the alarms off because they threatened to kill a hostage if the alarms went off, but right. that totally set an alarm off. Yep. So. And they good did not kill a job. hostage. I yeah. Mean, no. Right. They don't actually have, they only have two hostages. They can't actually afford to right. probably kill one. I mean, they could have killed Martha. I guess so. But yeah, that doesn't really... Um. Anyway, so like, yeah, he... Like, the first guy he runs into, he yells, where's my mom? Right, which... And then he runs into the room, and Martha immediately starts yelling Clark. Yeah. So they just, like, totally do not even attempt either of them. No. To, like, subtle this... No, right, which I have questions about this, but we'll get to this at the end. But anyway, I don't know. There's a bunch of, like, action stuff, which is mostly, like, actually pretty good, but I can't remember all of the details of it. Yeah, well, Um, I mean, for one thing, so, like, they've got this huge, like, tablet of refined kryptonite bars. So Clark goes into the room, and there's, like, a fuck ton of refined kryptonite in there, and Martha's like, Clark, get out! But then he, like, falls on the ground, and he's being affected by the kryptonite. But yeah, she, like, Pushes it back into the vault, which might yes. be lead-lined. That would make sense, actually. Probably. Also, she, uh, like, closes the door of the vault on, like, the hand of the, oh, yeah, of the right. guy, the big guy who took over, who's trying to stop her. And yeah. he's like, oh, and she, like, pushes him out of the way. And I'm like, yeah, go, Martha. But yeah, I mean, like, basically, like, then they overpower all the dudes. And then, like, yeah, like, Martha and, and Clark and Lionel come out, and the police are just, like... Well, oh, and also, uh, Lionel shoots. Yeah, Lionel shoots one of the dudes, which, he is blind, so, yeah. like, that was not a great idea, but yeah. it worked out okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, and Martha, like, takes the octagon and has Clark set all the files on fire. Yes. So, Lionel so, still has the kryptonite, but... Yeah. Not the spaceship key or the files well, the information. Well, f- the files might be duplicated somewhere. They could be. They, they were but preventing the police from getting the files. Certainly. Primarily in certainly. that case. Yeah. Yeah. The information is probably somewhere else. Right. Or, like, Lionel has read them, so. Right. Um. But so, yeah, like, they all come out and, like, we don't really see what the police do, but apparently everyone's just like, well, I, d- Clark saved them and we don't need to know why. No, the and they, here's where I have so many questions about, like, the police yeah. don't question right. Clark and not all of those kidnappers died and they definitely saw yeah. Clark use his so, powers. That's all somewhat problems, like, but. Frosted Tips and Cat Burglar Lady, like, definitely were not shot. Yeah. And presumably were taken into custody. And saw Clark use his powers, and Martha called him Clark, and, like... 
no. I, yeah. I have questions? It's, it's unclear. I have questions, um, but okay. We're just, apparently, neither the police, the police are not going to, are not going to, and also, like, Lionel heard all of this. Well, like, yes, although he couldn't necessarily, see, the main thing really is that they would be like, how did this dude get in? Right. Why is there a hole in the window right. on the second to the top No, floor? and nobody fucking asked yeah. Clark, like, why did you do this? How did you get in? Yeah. How are you alive? Because, like, what actually happened? in terms of fighting the, the dudes, I don't know that he, like, super overtly used his powers. He used some speed stuff. Yeah, but I mean, like, definitely Lionel wouldn't have anything to say about, like, that. Sure. Um, but just the fact the that other Clark dudes, was there! Yeah. yeah, no, it's mostly, like, how he got in. Right. Um, but yeah, so, oh, slightly before this, too. This also, is... how did Clark get to Metropolis? Is Lex not gonna... Well, he took the helicopter with Lex and his dad. Didn't oh, I thought he... he... No. Oh, I'm he got there sure... a bit earlier, maybe. He did. He ran. That's confusing. And he told... He told Jonathan to, like, go... Like, yeah, suck it up true. and take the helicopter. Well, weird. Um, So, Lex would have questions about how- They maybe- Well, Lex doesn't necessarily know when he left. Okay, fine. Um, but, like- Anyway. But if he- if, if, How else would he- Like, then why didn't Jonathan just leave with him? Why'd Jonathan have to come get a helicopter? I have many questions! I don't know. I don't know. But, so, there's also a scene slightly before this is resolved where Lex is, is on the phone trying to negotiate with the-, the the crew. Yes. And, like, Jonathan hears part of the conversation and it's, like, suspicious, and then he's like, if I find out you had anything to do with this, you'll regret you ever came to Smallville. And right. it's like, okay, Jonathan, but, like, what are you going to do to him? Right. Because you, you can't. No. Like, unless you want to just, like, go actually beat him up or kill him and then get arrested for assault or murder. Right. Which I assume you don't. Like, yeah. Presumably. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, then, yeah, Martha, everyone comes out, and, like, Lex is asking how Clark got in and stuff. Right. And Lionel's like, who cares how? He was more successful than you, and I don't love you. I yep. mean, you know, subtextually. Right. And, like, he, Lionel, like, hugs Clark and then kind of refuses to hug Lex, t- pats him, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And then we get a, like... Real angsty finishing oh my shot God. of like first of all we see the Kents hugging and like Lex standing there and the, the red and blue police lights oh, flashing uh, and like uh, angsty music playing oh and he just God. stands there alone it's in the cold so, blue light of Metropolis. It's so like <laughs> with like a Daily Planet, uh, uh, like newspaper, yeah, blowing around on the ground. Well, no, or, it was like a newspaper machine. That oh was, like, yeah, off yeah, to the yes. side, right. So, uh, very, box. very dramatic. No, it was so, like, poor emo kid Lex. Yeah. Yep. So that's, yeah. And then, last thing, there's the, like, is Martha has, oh, right. she has the spaceship key. Well, so first of all, Martha says she's going to quit working for Lionel. Yes. Because right. she has found out that he is investigating Clark and all this stuff. Right. And, and then, then Jonathan is like, but maybe we kind of, we wouldn't know that he was investigating him and all this stuff if you hadn't been working for him. So right. maybe it makes sense to, like... Let's take a page out of Luther's book. Right. You know? Which, like, makes a certain amount of sense, but I do feel like it should be kind of up to Martha whether she wants to take that, like, risk. Right. Because it is kind of... Right. But she But she does. seems... Yes. So... Yes, and then um, we see Martha, like, 
hiding the spaceship key in the flower container. Yeah, which like, it seems like, like cooking like, flour. Yes. Like powdered, yeah. Right. Um, and it seems like she is doing this as a secret even from Jonathan or and Clark. Clark, yeah, right. Yeah, she's all like, you know, one second, Clark, honey, I'll be there in a minute, you know, yeah. and then... But yeah, which is kind of interesting. Like I, right, I'm not quite sure why that would be. I mean, but... I guess it's a, like, you know, the fewer people know, the safer it is kind of thing. That's what I assume. But, I, like, it's still kind of interesting. That's, like, it It doesn't seem, like, like, that kind of makes sense, but it's not, it doesn't seem, like, 100% clear. No, it's, it, it, it definitely isn't from the, in the episode. Yeah. So, that was interesting. Um, so, yeah, that's, so that's the main thing. Yeah, and, and there there's is... really only other one right. tiny B-plot this episode with... Lana and her bio dad, which is really only about two scenes. Right. Like, there's a scene where Lana's talking to Clark um, about how she's- Pete and Chloe are not in this episode yes, at all. at all. Which is pretty crazy, especially for Chloe. Yeah. Um, like, Pete often has minimal appearances. Right. But- No, but this is one of the few yeah. episodes that Chloe is not in. Yep. Uh, so- but so this scene with Lana, um, the first scene is she's talking to Clark. Well, so Clark is, is, this is after, like, the argument, the first argument between Martha and Jonathan, and Clark is reading this, like, Families in Crisis book, which I is, like, love uh, yeah, no, his, like, like, self-help book thing. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, it's really cute that he, like, think when when like people he knows have like problems he's like right. maybe i can read a book about it and then like, know what to do what a nerd yeah totally. i love it totally <laughs> but so lana comes in and she's talking about how she's going to meet um henry small her bio dad's wife and she's like nervous about it and yeah. like that she has never felt like she has a family which is fair because nell was terrible right and then Clark kind of jumps in and is like, yeah, but even if you do have a family, like, sometimes that's not, like, perfect. Right. Which is like, Clark, honey, that's let's not... not make this about your problem. No, and it's like, that's what a shitty thing to say. It's right. like, it's like, she's like, my parents are dead and that makes me sad. And Clark's like, yeah, but sometimes alive parents aren't great. Yeah. And it's like, dude, that's not the time. Dude. Dude. Um, so anyway, yes. And then there's the scene where she meets, uh, she's at the Talon with... Henry Small and his wife. Yes. And he, like, goes to get them more coffee. Yep. Um, and his wife tells Lana that he is the kind of person who just loses interest in things, and that he has two kids in boarding school and he yep. never talks to him, and basically, like, that she cannot rely on him. Which, and he will. like, is kind of shitty, but, like, I'm not sure... No, it didn't really read to me like she was it, lying. No. It read to like, me like doesn't... she was actually trying to look out for Lana. Right, right. But it's just, like, there, there's something really weird about, like, saying, like, or not weird, but, like, the thing where she was, like, at the beginning, like, you seem like a really together person, which is why yeah. I feel comfortable telling you this. Right. It's kind of this, like, Lana's really young, but she seems really mature, right. so people feel comfortable, like, telling her hard stuff and making her continue to be mature. Right. When the only reason that she is this mature is because, like, she doesn't, like, she has to be because she doesn't, yeah. like, oh. have support from it's, people. It's, and it's this, it's, like, weird perpetuating, it's, like, it's cycle yeah. of, like, not, 
Like, you seem self-reliant, so I'm not, you can't rely on anyone. Right. You know? Right. Oh, oh, it's, I just, I really, I really want to, I really want to give Lana a hug. Yeah. No, and I don't know, like, I, I think this might be, like, as I recall, you know, at some point, this dude just stops being in the show, and this might be around where that happens. Yeah. Um, so... She's, like, looking for someone to be a family and is, according to this woman at least, is like, no, he's not going to. Yeah. Like, he's going to be just like Nell and not really. Oh, Yeah. Which is like, that sucks a lot. Everybody abandons Lana and she doesn't deserve it. Yeah. So, that's the thing that has happened there. Yep. That's it. That's that entire plot line this episode. Yeah. Everything else was the A plot. Yep. Okay, so Lex evilness rating. Well, so right. Like, I mean, I think I think we have some minimum levels here because. Um, well, what? Where, where's your thing? I'm I'm checking it. Um, I mean, like significant invasion of privacy yes. feels like about kind of yes. What okay. the intent thing was? I mean, what do we have that at? Okay, so that's. I mean, that's three. Four is. Blackmail stealing, including paying someone to steal for him, but I don't think. Mm, why don't we go with four? Four? Yeah, because there's like a lot of kind of cumulative stuff, there and is. this sort of amounts to an attempt to steal information. Yeah, in a way that like I mean, feels... and includes stealing property, goods, and intellectual property. Right. Like, it isn't technically any of that stuff, no, but like the eventual intent would probably it's... be similar. Yeah, I um, mean, it's it's corporate espionage, which is which is slightly higher than just significant invasion of privacy. Right. I mean, Although I'm, not quite to the level of death threats, other threats of physical no. harm beyond blackmail or kidnapping. There was kidnapping, but Lex was not responsible for that. Right. And the thing is, like, I feel like if I... Like, this is where I, I wonder, like... Because these people, if they had, like, a good reputation, that was not deserved. Right. Um, because I feel like people who... I mean, like, if you're doing a corporate corporate espionage job, ideally, you should not even have a gun. You know? Right. And right. they had... That one guy had two guns. <laughs> um, Many guns. And, and all of them had guns because they pointed them at each right. other. It's possible the Asian guy did not have a gun. Yeah, well, he got shot real early, yes. so... Um, but so, like, I, I feel like it's it's really not... Like, if I were... I wouldn't expect corporate, corporate espionage and bug planting to normally escalate to hostage-taking and murder. Right, You right. know? It's like, that is a pretty ridiculous pretty kind of escalation. extreme. Pretty extreme. So, Lex Evilness rating four. Yeah. Deaths. So uh, that one guy. Two of the kid, two of the four members okay. of the espionage crew died, right? Because because Frosted Tips and Cat Burglar Lady, yeah, did yeah. not. They just yeah. got arrested at the end. Yes. So two deaths. Um. And and yeah. And I think that was it. So it was just yeah. the. We shouldn't have anything else because yeah. it's not it's not meteor mutanty at all, and right doesn't right. involve any high school stuff. Yep. So just just two deaths. No, and I mean I think there's something kind of interesting about how like. Like, I feel like this is one of the best episodes we've seen, just in terms of, like, being an actual compelling story. Yeah, I agree with and that. And it's, like, totally outside of the it's, normal it's, milieu yeah. of yeah. Meteor Freak of the Week or high school drama, right. you know? Right. It's, like, well, Luther I think- family drama and real crime and, like, 
part of the reason yeah. why it was so good was yeah. because there wasn't any high school drama. Totally. But it's like, there, there's so, you know, there's shows that, it's not like I'm a necessarily 100% against fictional high school drama. It's right. just like this show, which is set in a high school, is bad at it. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. Right. <laughs> right. I have, in fact, watched many, many hours of many, many shows that are literally about high school drama. Like, I watched how many seasons of, like, The O.C. and Greek, which is college drama. But, like, I literally watch shows that are just, like, dumb romantic yeah. drama shit. And, like, this show is just real, real bad at it. Yeah. No, and it's it's kind of unfortunate, too, because then this... This this episode has like a little bit of like something that is a bit like actual superheroing, right? But like only a tiny amount. I feel like when the show gets to like the point where they are supposedly doing more actual superheroing, that also it's kind also of also bad at that. So yeah. it's like really only the like mundane crime and Luther family stuff. That is good. So this should just be like... Oh my god. A show that is... So really, really the show that they should have made was Keeping Up with the Luthers. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's 100% true from the beginning. Like, that's a pretty obvious, like, if this show had just 100% been, like, this is from the point of view of Lex. Yeah. Like, fully, that would have been a better idea. Yeah. Yeah. Or... But whatever. Yeah. Anyway. So, Rex. Yes. Um, so yeah, I have a fic, uh, Tell by Rivka T, uh, that is an end tag for this episode that's, like, about kind of Lex being pulled between, it's, it's pretty short, I mean, it's, like, so, like, about Lex being pulled between, like, his father and Clark, and, mm-hmm. um, they each have a thing that they will never tell him, that, like, Clark is not going to tell him a secret, and his dad is not going to tell him that he loves him. Wow. So, yep, it's Ugh. it's sad. It's angsty Lex times. Yep. But yeah, okay. it's like a good. It's yeah, a good little enteg for this episode is a like a Lex POV kind of thing, and like nice. what he's going to do moving forward from this. So makes sense. All right. So I think that's about it for this week. Uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter, and Tumblr at. Talon Podcast, and uh, let us know your thoughts, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Only 183 episodes to go.